This is David Alexander, head coach at the Broken Arrow Tigers. You're listening to Inside Tiger Football, presented by Rib Crib. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Inside Tiger Football presented by Rib Crib, along with the head coach of the Broken Arrow Tigers, David Alexander. I'm Charlie Hanema. As we look back at a 35-13 win over Norman last week and look ahead to a road test at Westmore, that game coming up Thursday this week, Thursday night, 7 o'clock down there in Moore. Coach, just a big picture. Wasn't necessarily everything you dreamed of and more, but another win, and you keep rolling undefeated in district play. Yeah, um, we played a good Norman football team. You know, the Norman Tigers, they, they've got a really good football team, uh, a couple of really good offensive linemen, a quarterback that, you know, stood out on film before we played them. And, um, you know, so we knew what kind of arm talent, what kind of, you know, player he was, but he really showed some toughness against us because uh, we, we got to him and hit him a bunch. You know, and then, uh, you know, defensively, they're a team, you know, we talked about. They, they played hard. Uh, they weren't very big, but um, – you know, a, a team that was 4-0 and they felt really confident about themselves and, you know, they, they, made us, they made us earn it. They made us earn everything we got. What does a Thursday game do for you guys uh, preparation-wise? Because now we've got, you know, two in a row with the fall break coming up next week and sure. this is just kind of that, that weird Thursday, a West Side Thursday, if you will, where you've got yeah. school to come back to on Friday, but uh, you got a shorter week to get everything in. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. Um, you know, coming off a Friday game, going to a Thursday game is the is – the, Tough one, right? Because you, you really – the kids, you know, you can't really do a whole lot in the weekends, and we're not going to do much. We run and lift a little bit on Saturday. And then so Monday's practice is uh, is game plan install, and then we'll have a pretty long practice on Tuesday. And then, of course, Wednesday's day for a game. You can't do a whole lot. And, and so we just got to – hopefully we get our kids mentally prepared, watch them maybe um, meet a little bit more, watch a little more film. But it's tough. You know, the, the next one, you know, Thursday to Thursday, we'll be able to make up a little bit of time on Friday and Saturday. But this this first Thursday game makes it difficult. Health-wise, where are you guys? It seemed like Ooh. the athletic trainers were, were pretty busy last week. Yeah, we were handing out um, boots and slings like chiclets uh, last Friday. Um, we're, we're a little banged up. We're a little banged up. You know, um, you know Miles and Marion Horn and um, you know, Corey Williams cramped up and – you know, Jalen Johnson and Kewan Tolbert, they they've been battling some some stuff all year, so we're we're a little nicked up. You know, we held out uh, Andrew Rain that on Monday's practice. He's he practiced Tuesday, so it's uh, it's just one of those things you just deal with, and you just start working on depth and moving some guys around and create depth. You know, the next guy up is has been practicing those all those spots, but you know you need some depth in case something else happens in the next game. It's kind of interesting. It's almost like it's feast or famine when it comes to injuries. Right. You think back to last year, and, and almost, for the most part, there yeah. were almost none. I yeah. mean, everybody was healthy. The, the key players were right. healthy, and there weren't these kind of right. nagging type things. And then all of a sudden, yeah. they just start coming. Yeah, it's uh, it's been strange. Um, you know, I wouldn't call them injuries because we haven't had anybody, you know, go down and miss an entire season. And you know, we get a lot of guys, we've got a lot of guys hurt. Um, we got a lot of guys, you know, that are that are playing. You know, talking about Kewan Tolbert playing. But he's not near 100%. He's just uh, topping it out, doing what the team needs. Uh, of course, he's put two pretty pretty nice games back-to-back for a guy that's not 100%. Um, but, you know, it's just as a team sport, you know, you do what you can. And as a coach, you, you make sure you try to get the best 11 you can out on the football field and give yourselves a chance to win. Before we dive too deep into the uh, Norman game, a 35-13 win, we'll talk about that in our next segment, just kind of big-picture stuff here. 
it seemed like just kind of scoreboard watching that the big four around here, yeah, Union, Jinx, Owasso, they, you know, the, with the district openers that mm-hmm. were on the schedule right. with BA Jinx, Union, and Owasso, and then the non-district, there was so much yes. emotion and there was so much, you know, intensity yes. and then kind of... <clears throat> I agree 100%. The air went out yeah, the every, first half, you know, looked yeah. like. Everybody had, a, everybody had a hangover, you know, from all that, as you can imagine. Um, you know, I probably, I talked to our kids about this on Saturday. You know, I probably didn't warn them enough that when we came out of the tunnel for Norman, what the atmosphere was going to be like, right? Norman didn't bring a band. They didn't bring any cheer. They didn't, you know, no student section. You know, there was probably 40 or 50 parents in the stands, you know. Uh, you know, and our our crap you know after going and seeing all those those first four games of big travel to texas and then you know jinx union Owasso, you know it was a little bit down and so the atmosphere was uh quite a bit different and i didn't do a very good job talking about our kids and i should have prepared them this week we've talked about it quite a bit what it's going to be like down at westmore all right we'll take a time out here on inside tiger football presented by rib crib and coach alexander and i will look more in depth at a 35 13 win over norman when we come back this is broken arrow football Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, presented by Rib Crib. Charlie Hanema and David Alexander back with you here tonight as we look back at Broken Arrow's 35-13 win over Norman and look ahead to Thursday night's matchup on the road at the Westmore Jaguars. Coach, it was, we kind of talked about it in the last segment. It was, it was interesting there at the start. You know, um, offense kind of struggled. Norman comes right. out and takes the lead, and then you guys answer, but it took until 6.40 to go in the second. So just kind of take right. me through the mood and the, uh, what was going on on the sideline there. Well, you know, nothing was really going on the sidelines. You know, we, um, you know, three and out the first two drives of the game was disappointing. Uh, you know, we started off with pretty good field position. And, you know, we just – we were not ready to play coming out of the tunnel. I mean, the offensively – well, offensively and defensively to start the game that first quarter, you know, we had receivers lining up wrong. We had blown assignments on the offensive line. We had, you know, the quarterback looking – you know, should be looking at the secondary and looking – you know, when it's one high and looking to the wrong side of the field, um, drop passes, you know, defensively, same thing, you know, not lining up correctly, missing a couple assignments. And so, you know, you, you blame that on, um, you know, the coaches and Coach Alexander. Hey, let's – it's Norman. They're a great football team. But, you know, it's – you got to – kids, you got to come out and play. Players, you got to come out and play. It's not – I know it's not Jinx. I know it's not Union. Right? I know it's not a Wasso. Um, but these are teenage kids, and you, know, you got to remind them it's not who we're playing; it's how we play. Uh, and then, right? So we got a little going. We got we got a little motivation, and we realized, hey, this is you know, with broken air tires, this is a real deal. We need to go win this football game like we should. Sanchez Banks uh, found the end zone a nine yard touchdown run late in the first uh, first half, made it fourteen seven, and then you guys kind of pulled away after halftime. Is right. there a point you look at as where things kind of turned and the guys kind of locked in more? Yeah, well, everybody got real excited on the Sanchez Banks um, touchdown. He's a young man that, you know, he has, he's uh, been here right for a couple of years, hasn't gotten much varsity time. Um, he's one of the, everybody's favorite football players on the team because the way he smiles at practice and the way he practices hard. Uh, so when he scored, I think everybody on the sidelines, we finally got some energy on the sidelines. We had to create our own energy. And so uh, there's a lot of jumping up, down, celebration for, for him. And then, so the tide kind of turned. Okay, okay, now we're playing football. And then, you know, you kind of see what happened after that. Absolutely. Came out second half, got on the field. Um, 
score Kiwan Tolbert, short touchdown run, and, man, he, Tolbert had another Ooh, great I mean, game, just tough run after tough run. Breaking tackles, you know, he finally, the last two weeks, he's finally been healthy enough in his ankle to, to power through some tackles, uh, you know, which we didn't have the first three weeks, and, you know, having him do that uh, is always a big boost, man. When, they, when he can run over the safety, because you see that guy, he is a ball of muscle, and breaking tackles is those guys in secondary is really really difficult for him to tackle 24 carries for Tolbert 148 yards two touchdowns 6.2 yards per carry and you talked about him being a ball of muscle what's funny you know we get into this part of the schedule and this is his sophomore year right is when he was just this speedster that nobody had heard of and he was breaking big plays but right. he was like half the size he is now <laughs> and so oh, yeah. you watch that old tape back and you're like who's that guy yeah he looks skinny we look back at some of those old games yeah he looked really tiny um but man, he is not tying out. He loves the weight room, and it's and it shows in his play. You know what it's done for him. It's made him. It's made him a much better football player. And Sanchez Banks, we were talking about fifteen carries, sixty yards, and a touchdown. It's always good to have options. And I know uh, Marion Horn's banged up, and so right. and Jalen Johnson's banged up. So somebody to be that change of pace. And right. he, I mean, that dude runs hard. Yeah. Now talking about big. We know we talk about Kiwan being a ball of muscle, but you know, Sanchez is quite a bit bigger. He's probably not as big as as Noah was last year, but he's a big man, especially from the hips down. Um big strong lower body uh and great balance. He's not as fast as Kiwan, great balance and he's he's he did a fantastic job for us and you know, we're going to count on him a lot here the second half of the season. Let's talk about Isaiah Keller's game as well. I mean, he has a 50-yard touchdown catch from Jake Raines, and that really kind of, I think, there was an exhale in the stadium, yeah. a long touchdown pass and, and a, you know, a three-score lead sure. at that point. And then he had a couple other catches and he, a couple runs too. Yeah. And so, I mean, I know you've talked about all year, right. be careful, we're going to get start giving some of these right. skill guys the ball and right. work pretty well. Well, Isaiah Keller is, you know, he's such a leader on the football team and he can do so many things. Um you know, breaking tackles when you know on catches. You know, he's so thick. You know, that it takes two, three guys to bring him down. You know, you've seen games that he broke. He's breaking more tackles than, you know, <laughs> you know, just about everybody. Uh, you know, that's played here, right? And um, so we got we figured out we got to get him the football, even though so we're a run first football team. So let's get Isaiah the football. And so we little wildcat action for him. You know, he took over for what Q did last year, and that package will continue to grow. You know, uh, reverses and jet sweeps. We got to get it. We got to get it in Isaiah Keller's hands. And the last touchdown of the game um, for Broken Arrow, at least, was a 15-yard touchdown pass from Jake Rains to Tory Dillard on a just a looked like a really well-thrown ball. Great throw, great throw. Um, good job by Tory getting you know initial um, separation at the line of scrimmage, but the ball is high and outside on the little short fade right down there on um, in the north end zone, going toward the pride on our sidelines. Uh, as good a throw as, as Jake's made on one of those, you know, no play, no, there was going to be no play by the defensive guy, even if it was perfect coverage. That made it thirty-five-seven. Norman got a late touchdown, um, and it was thirty-five-thirteen. Our final. The season stats. One thing I wanted to ask you about. It's kind of interesting. You go through five games now, and you look, and uh, Jake's completed twenty-six passes as a team. You've completed twenty-eight, and twenty-seven of them are to Isaiah Keller <laughs> and Tory Dillard. Right. So, do you look at? maybe trying to get more people involved in the passing game, or is that something that you just roll with the guys you have and, and it's working okay? Yeah, you know, right as of right now, you know, you'd like to sit on the chalkboard and say, hey, you know, some more of the guys got to get the football. Um, but, you know, but Tori and Isaiah have been so, uh, so dynamic, right, and so effective. You know, if we can get Keon Barnett the football, he'll do some great things with it. But, 
you know, it's going to have to evolve. It's going to be not something we're going to force, um, you know, and then until defenses adjust, you know, because since we've got them on both sep- on separate sides of the football field, until de- defenses can adjust, and, you know, we're just going to ride that horse. Sure. I know it's still early in the season, but there was a lot of talk that Norman probably was one of the better West Side teams, right. and they looked improved just yeah. from a casual oh, perspective. Man. But what did you see from them compared to um, – what you have in the past and just kind of the general landscape of football here in Oklahoma. Yeah, man, Norman Tigers are really, really improved. They've got a good football team, um, well coached. You know, we talked uh, leading up to that game, the changes they'd made in their offense. Um, you know, they in the previous years they'd tried to do all these gimmick stuff, you know, and, and it didn't work against, you know, well-coached east side defenses. So they simplified it, and they said, "Okay, we've got a really good quarterback and a couple of pretty pretty salty receivers, and and a running back that's you know very effective. You know, not a not a speed burner, but you know they simplified it, made it easy, and um, I, I really think the coaches at Norman have done such a fantastic job. Um, you know, they're gonna they're gonna give everybody they're gonna win. You know, probably almost all the rest of their football games, um, and they're going to give everybody they play, including Jinx, all they can handle. I mean, just like they gave us all we could handle. Um, they'll be a tough out in the playoffs as well. Great win for Broken Arrow, thirty-five, thirteen. The final. The Tigers improved to four and one on the season, two and zero in district play. We'll take a timeout. Our player segment is up next. Senior defensive end Parker Darnell, our guest on Inside Tiger Football, presented by Rib Crib. Hi, this is State Farm Agent Matt McCoy, and we're proud to team up with the Broken Arrow Tigers during the month of October with our Quotes for Good program. Give us a call at 918-615-6634 or stop by our office at 81st and 129th. We'll donate $10 to Broken Arrow Schools just for the chance to give you a quote. Our goal is to raise $1,000 during the month of October. Call us today, 918-615-6634. From all of us at Matt McCoy State Farm Insurance, go Tigers. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, presented by Rib Crib. Time now for our player segment as we look forward to Friday, or Thursday night's game against the Westmore Jaguars. Parker Darnell, defensive end, is our guest. And Parker had a big game last week against uh, Norman, six and a half tackles. Coach, uh, before we bring in Parker, just tell right. us about him. What stands out to you? Well, what stands out to me is Parker is completely bought in. He's a broken air tiger, right? He's, he's, if I asked Parker, when I asked the team, hey, go set goals, right? Parker's going to go set some goals. He's going to go work. He's going to achieve them. Then he's going to set more difficult goals. Um, and, you know, we've needed him. We're going to need him. And we're going to need his pass rush here, these, these, these five games, and then going to the playoffs. You know, the rest of the season, we're going to see these teams in uh, four and five wide receivers every snap. He's got to get to the quarterback. Parker has a defensive end that likes, you know, obviously <laughs> rushing the quarterback. When you see these West Side teams that line up and, you know, they don't even – list a tight end on their depth chart Norman or Westmore they've got four wides and five wides they're going to throw it a bunch you know uh you know you've got some opportunities so what does that mean for you when you prepare this week yeah um I love to see that just kind of lining up and looking at film all throughout the week I um I just kind of study some of those guys those tackles and um, a lot of these guys on the west side of the state are a little bit smaller and undersized so I'm able to um, work and practice on my technique and just get better really throughout these next couple of games going into the playoffs. See, I told you, right, setting goals and working on his, working on his craft. That's pretty impressive for a high school guy to talk about studying um, opposing linemen like, like Parker just did there because you don't see that a whole lot. And, you know, maybe they're looking at, 
big picture kind of stuff, right. but but really getting into that individual breakdown. You know, and maybe all your guys do that, but I think just for the casual fan, I uh, think that maybe is a surprise. Oh no, most guys don't do that, right? Parker's um, Parker's very mature, right? You can hear that in his voice. He's a le- he's a leader in the school, um, does lots of things, you know, and and he and he cares. That's the very first thing I said. He cares about his team and his teammates, and so he's going to do whatever he can to help Broken Arrow win. We've talked about the defensive line and the importance of that right. pass rush a lot, but uh, you know. When you have such a talented secondary and, and linebacking core, sometimes those guys get overshadowed. But, you know, linebackers really can only make plays if the defensive line's doing their job. Well, you know, we, we've talked about the secondary a bunch, right? So, but the secondary, when they're, when they're talented back there, right? What, what, what I've told the secondary is, hey, be a little more aggressive. Take a few more chances. The quarterback is not going to be able to hold the ball, right? We're going to get to the quarterback in three seconds, right? So have that clock in your head. Right, and if the ball gets in the air after three seconds, it better be ours because we're going to be hitting the quarterback. Parker, um, how do you feel now through five games of the season compared to maybe week one or week two? Just kind of, do you feel more in a rhythm? Do you feel like you've improved in certain places? Just take me through that progression. Um, yeah, I'm definitely more comfortable just kind of getting into it. Um, this is my first year starting, and so first couple games, I wasn't sure um, what to expect from a full varsity game. Um, but now I definitely understand and um, know how to prepare much much better, and um, I definitely can uh, just know what's coming a little bit better. Defensive end Parker Darnell is our guest on Inside Tiger Football presented by Rib Crib. And, you know, this Westmore game last year, Kaiser Newell, coach, had such a big game. Defensive end had the, you know, both ways. He had a rushing right. touchdown, a receiving touchdown, but he also had that fumble recovery for a touchdown. Right. Um, did were you able to study him at all last year, and did you learn anything from him? I know he's kind of a he's kind of a big presence too. Yeah, Kaiser was um, definitely someone to look up to as far as DN goes. He's he's big, he's uh, physical, and he uh, he gets the quarterback for sure. Um, we definitely have different um, aspects to our game, though. He's more of a um, I'm going to hit you in the face over and over until you don't want it anymore. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to push you all the way back to the quarterback, and I uh, work the edge and get hands off, stuff like that. So, Parker just hit on something interesting, Coach. There are a couple different styles to be successful at defensive end. You see that even you know in the NFL and college with speed guys and, right. and power guys. So just kind of take me through what makes a good pass rusher in high school football. Well, because see, I wouldn't consider Kaiser Newell a great pass rusher. Right, he was he was just a big brute. I called him a truck driver, right? Because sure. he would just grab the guy and truck drive. You know, um, Parker is a natural pass rusher, right? So the, in high school or in any league, in any in any place, to, to be a natural pass rusher, right? You want to stay away from the hands, right? You heard Parker say, you know, get his hands off, right? Don't run down the middle of them. Take edges of the offensive tackle or the guard or the running back, whoever's blocking you. Get on an edge, right? Um, and then use your leverage. Uh, and you always have to have the quarterback in sight, right? So when the quarterback steps up or rolls out, right, you always know where he's at, even though while you're fighting the offensive lineman. Parker Darnell on the season, 16 and a half tackles, a sack, three quarterback hits. Just uh, take us through kind of what you're thinking about future-wise in terms of uh, what life might look after Broken Arrow. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for college. I'm not sure exactly where I'll be going or anything like that, but – um, I've had a couple colleges reach out to me and um, game invites, stuff like that. So um, still kind of waiting to see what happens as far as offers go and stuff like that. But uh, I'm excited for whatever, whatever I've got. Have you thought about something you might want to study? 
Um, I've thought about being a chiropractor, but I'm not sure. Very cool. Anything else, Coach, we need to know about Parker Darnell? Well, Parker does everything for the school. Um, he's in the leadership classes. I think I already mentioned that. Um, you know, you win football games. You win championship games with guys that um, they, they, they watch, they study, and then when it's their senior year, right, it, it means so much to them that they play 48 minutes as hard as they can. And that's those, those pro, you know, quote-unquote program guys, the guys that have grown up here, and when it's their senior year, it's their turn, and they turn everything loose. That's how you win football games. Awesome. Parker Darnell, thanks for being here. Good luck Thursday night against Westmore. Parker Darnell, senior defensive end, our guest in our player segment tonight. He's getting $25 to Rip Crib for appearing on the show. We'll take a timeout. Coach Alexander and I will be back to look at the Westmore Jaguars after this. You're listening to Broken Arrow Football. Final segment of Inside Tiger Football presented by Rib Crib as we get you set for Broken Arrow and Westmore. Thursday night, 7 o'clock, kickoff down and more. We'll be on the Animal with the pregame show at 6.30. Westmore, 5-0. and Coach Lorenzo Williams' team has uh, put up a bunch of points, kind of yeah. how the West Side schools usually go. Right. They're, they're usually high scoring back and forth. Uh, coming off an Edmund Memorial game that was a lot closer than normal. Uh, they trailed at one point. It was kind of a field goal fest. And, right. Um, but... Never know with them. What what do you see from from Westmore as you prepare? Because it's usually like I've called it like video game before. Right. There's a lot of blitzing and a lot of like right. deep shots, and yes. it either works really well or it doesn't. Yeah, well, that's exactly what you're going to see this week out of Westmore too. You're going to see some crazy stuff, you know, special teams wise, offensively, defensively. You know, they're uh, they're trying to confuse and and get advantages. You know, defensively, you're going to see blitzes from every angle and. They'll believe guys uncovered. They're going to blitz so many guys uh, sometimes, you know. And offensively, you know, you're going to see some crazy formations and and special teams wise, you're going to see. I don't even know. We we just keep making up names for some of the formation stuff they do. Um, it'll be an interesting night Friday night, you know. And of course, I've always, you know, Charlie, since you've been doing this, I heap praise on Lorenzo Williams. Yeah, you know, I, I think he's a fantastic man, and he's done such a good job over there. You know, I tried to hire him one time, um, but he wanted to be a head coach, and so. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be a crazy environment, and we're going to have to be sharp, right, um, to take advantage of some of their mistakes. What do you guys do to try and, or what do you focus on cleaning up as we get further into the season here? When you've got, you know, the big monsters are kind of out of the way, and so now you look on, like you said earlier, it's it's how we played, right? So what kind of stuff do you focus on? Well, you know, again, you know, we had a we had a chance early to kind of put that game away against Norman, and we fumbled again, and. You know, it's lack of focus. You know, there's a guy who got it fumbled. You know, Sanchez, that was his first really varsity time. And I think he'll be better. But, you know, we've that's three weeks in a row we've had a fumble in the red zone that, that at moments, you know, maybe, that, maybe that's not going to put the game away, but it's going to give us a little bit of a cushion earlier in the game, and we just can't make those mistakes. All right, Coach Alexander, thanks for the time. Good of luck course. Thursday night. Appreciate it, Charlie. That's David Alexander, head coach of the Broken Arrow Tigers. His team will try and go to 5-1 and one on the season Thursday night on the road at Westmore. This is Charlie Hanema saying thanks for listening to Inside Tiger Football presented by Rib Crib. To listen back to today's episode of Inside Tiger Football presented by Rib Crib or to listen to previous episodes, Podcast us on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. Just search Broken Arrow Public Schools.